Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on CityCast Boise, we're staying warm this winter with the help of delicious soups. From broths to stews, Minerva Jane is serving up her go-to local spots to buy a bowl. Plus, she shares her favorite recipe she makes at home that always wows her guests. It's Valentine's Day, Wednesday, February 14th. I'm Frankie Barnhill, and this is what Boise's talking about. Minerva, thanks for coming back on CityCast Boise to talk about soup. Well, thanks, Frankie. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm excited to talk about soup in Boise. <laughs> I honestly think it's so funny because that you wouldn't think that it would be something people get excited about, but I truly am so excited to talk about soup. And I think it's because it's it's a meal that is underappreciated in some in some circles, I would guess. What do you think? I think so too, because I don't necessarily consider myself like a soup girly. Like I don't mm-hmm. go to a restaurant and with the idea that, oh, I'm going to have soup tonight. But lately, like, you know, part of the whole, you know, it's been winter time and I've been like really in a soup mood. I've been like, you know, I actually had some really good soup in Boise. And I really don't ever think about how it could be like a fun and special meal. Was it that previously you mostly thought of as like an appetizer or a side dish to a meal? Or you're just like, why would I go to a restaurant for soup? I can make that at home. I grew up with sort of a a man-child father. And the only soup that I feel like I was ever exposed to was like Campbell's bean with bacon soup oh, because that was his yeah. favorite, right? And like, sure. that is not anything to get excited about, right? That is rough. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> sometimes mom would make a potato soup or a stew or something, and that was great. The kinds of soups that I make myself now as an adult are like a little bit more sophisticated than that. And so, you know, I've always just thought of it as like, okay, I'm going to go to a restaurant. I'm going to treat myself. So I'm going to look at the menu and I'm going to plan out what I want. And I never think about soup unless it's like just part of the, you know, the, the meal, like it's just going to be part of the side. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, But to think of it as like, it deserves an, it's an entree. It can be, and perhaps it even should be before we get into the main categories. I want to ask one because maybe someone's listening to this and they're feeling a little under the weather and soup, of course, is one of the first things you think of when you're not feeling well. Do you have a recommendation? Is there a local spot specifically for someone who might be feeling the the chill is has a fever perhaps or is, is getting over the flu someplace you like to order to really warm you up when you're not feeling well see i'm not a big chicken soup person okay like chicken noodle soup person which i know a lot of people are and that's it's like a classic go-to and it's so good for you when you're sick but if i can get my hands on it and i if i'm not feeling well i like to get the avogalemino soup from sophia's greek bistro Ooh. it's tangy lemon and they put lots of vegetables in there um and they like temper the egg so it's very silky cuz it's an egg lemon soup right so i feel like i'm getting 
like I'm getting nutrients that I want without having to do like a big chunky, super thick soup. Um, and Sophia's, they do a couple of different veggie soups. They alternate them. They've got that. And they've also got a really good lentil soup. So either one of those really hits the spot if I'm not feeling good. But if I get my hands on the Alga Lemino, that's the one I'm going with. Oh my gosh, that sounds absolutely perfect. Yeah. I mean, chicken chicken noodle soup has its place and is definitely a go-to for plenty of folks. But uh, I like that. That kind of threw that was a good that was a good little curveball. I wasn't expecting that. Okay, let's let's dive into a few specific categories. Let's start with creamy. Where's your go-to creamy soup place? Uh, my go-to creamy soup, and it's a it's a true classic, I think, is um, well, and and this sounds bougie as can be, um, <laughs> but the, <laughs> I'm just wild about the lobster bisque with the um, sherry and creme fraiche at Chandler's, Ooh. Ooh. and it's like, okay, I'm going to be so naughty, yeah. and it's gonna be creamy <laughs> and delicious, and it's like, okay, it's, it's, you know, yeah. you don't, that's not something you're having every day for sure, but <laughs> who says you can't get your calories through soup. You definitely can with that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And plus it's like, okay, uh, I'm going to sneak some of that little, I'm going to get that sherry in there too. So I'm also going to feel that little, that little uh, rosy glow of, Mm -hmm. of um, just a little, a little booziness, not too much. (laughs) What about you? Do you have a favorite creamy? You know what? I would I would say probably, and it's it's a favorite of a lot of people's, but the uh, the creamy tomato soup at uh, Lemon Tree, um, the creamy mm. tomato basil soup, I I absolutely do love it. It's like it's not too too on the creamy side, but it definitely still has that creamy texture. And then also, I guess I like tomato creamy tomato basil soups because <laughs> Zeppeli Zeppeli's too in downtown. I've definitely had a uh, craving for that. Plus, of course, like you know, endless bread, so you can't go wrong with that um i i think um tomato soup is such a comfort food too like you know it's got nostalgia um and you can and it can be an adult kind of soup now it doesn't have to be like grilled cheese and tomato soup but it still gives you that that warm kind of feeling yeah i always love a little extra pepper and spice in mine too as as an aside if it's got a little zing to it i'm especially into it i do too i like i like a little kick um i think it's also worth mentioning that uh, the Basque Market has got a great uh, mushroom bisque from time Ooh, to time. Yum. So that's another kind of creamy soup. And I, I love mushrooms. So that's worth mentioning, I think, too. <laughs> Fabulous. Uh, we're definitely going to talk more about the Basque Block later, too. Um, <laughs> what about, let's do the brothy category, a brothy soup. Where do you go for that? I don't like too thin a, of a soup. I don't like a super brothy soup. But I will say that I really enjoy the borscht at Alianca. Ooh. Hmm. And it is their vegetarian option there for soup. And I like, um, it's got a little bit thicker pieces of beets and, and things in it. And um, so it's a little bit heartier with more of a broth than, than borscht normally seems like it's going to be. And then with the sour cream and they serve it with these, you know, with toast and it's delicious. And mm. I like to get it on the side with the like caviar uh, blini platter. So I like to... I like to, nice. to pop it. Yeah. And they're uh, so welcoming and so sweet there at Alianca. So it's a little gem and they're sort of like picking up. Like people are really catching on to them. Definitely worth it. I still haven't been there. And uh, you're like the third person that's told me how incredible it is. I know they've been doing a great job for a while, but uh, yeah, that sounds fabulous. 
Have you been to Zero Waste Market on Chinden? Because they'll do soups, apparently. I have not tried this, but I've heard that they're like really brothy, you know, vegetable soups are are really, really good, especially like lunchtime when you don't want a super heavy meal, but you still want to warm up and feel feel like you're getting good nutrition in. I haven't, but that sounds really good. And I like the zero waste concept. So, you know, I need to pop in and check that out. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how do you feel about stew? Where do you go for that? Well, I like a good homemade stew, but something that kind of goes into that sort of heartier, stewy kind of category. I love Bardenay's red mm. bean and chorizo stew. Nice. It's spicy. It's delicious. They have some like um, cheese in there. I like it with the, <laughs> I like it with the corned beef and kimchi Reuben. Like I, I you know, I, I'm getting a lot of flavors. So I do like a stew um, because I feel like you are getting more of a meal from it. And, and I think that you can tell what's in it too. Do you have a stew you just yep. can't live without? I'm going to stick to the bass block. Bargarnica, their lamb stew. Honestly, mm. oh my God. Like, it's so complex. It's so rich, but also, like, not overpowering to the point where you're like, you walk out and you feel sick or something like that. Like, I can get it just a cup. I can get it a full bowl and have it be my my meal. And especially in the winter. Oh, my God. And the, the lamb is just is cooked just perfectly where, you know, it kind of flakes off um, and discernible potatoes, discernible carrots, whatever else. And the broth is a nice mix of like not being super, super chunky, like has a little element of brothiness, but is is more on the stew side than than a soup. Uh, that's my favorite. I'm going to have to for sure check that out. I haven't been to Guernica in a minute. So that sounds amazing. And I love lamb. You know, I, yeah. you know, as much as I want to be a vegetarian, yeah. I just, I can't. And I so I can't be perfect. I, but, but lamb, oh. That sounds like heaven. Yeah. And I mean, it, it just doesn't get more comfort foodie to me than bass food in general, and especially that lamb stew in the winter. Pho and ramen, of course, those are super popular um, these days. Do you get into that too? Um, I have a little bit, but I am by no means a connoisseur. Um, I just sort of forget about, about that. You know, I mean, talk about brothy, like a good Brothy oh, yeah. pho on a cold, wet winter's day is is really, you know, it's like a hug. I mean, I think I think Funavo in downtown they do a great job, especially mm. um, during COVID. Uh, I def we did a lot of takeout of Funavo. Um, <laughs> And, you know, I mean, you can never get the broth as complex and as delicious and authentic uh, if you try to make it at home as a white person as compared <laughs> to actually going to the pho spot. And I, yeah, I absolutely love it. Like, and I love it spicy. So I'm going to add lots of jalapeno. Honestly, I, I, that's kind of my go-to uh, sick food when I'm not feeling well. It just really, really helps my throat, especially. Um, another one I also like... Uh, there's a Thai restaurant. It's by Target. It's off Milwaukee. It's called Bangkok Thai. And their um, Tom Yum soup, it's like a spicy, hot and sour tomato-based soup. And that's also incredibly good. Now, I've had pho at Pho Nouveau, and it's so good. So I have had it there. Um, and I like that place a lot. 
Um, I have a friend who lives in Denver now and whenever he comes to town, it's like, we're going to Fonovo. <laughs> so um, you, you triggered that memory for me. Um, <laughs> but kind of in the same as the, the Bangkok Thai, I think my favorite soup in Boise is Chiang Mai's uh, Tom oh. Kakai soup. Ooh. Now that's spicy and delicious and it's you know it's chicken and it's got coconut and mushrooms and chilies and uh, galanga and it's like it's delicious it's like one of those soups where it's like i could just get a bowl but i think i have to get the whole big thing pot the carton yeah (laughs) yeah and if if i were by myself which thankfully i've never just had it on my own i would probably just tip it up and drink it like greedily (laughs) like 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 water at 3 a.m you know where it's just like spilling all down i mean it's like i just it's so good it's so good it's sinful Oh, uh, okay. I haven't tried that one yet. So that's that's definitely going to be on my list. But oh, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that one up. That's great. So that's your very favorite. Are there any other like honorable mentions, any place you can't live without if you're craving soup out and about in, in town? Well, you know, uh, when it comes summertime, you need to pop in to Atavola. And okay. hopefully you can get their watermelon gazpacho. Ooh. Divine. It's absolutely delicious watermelon is it is it sweet like how does it taste i've never had this well it's but you know watermelon is like not overly sweet so it's not like a super sweet sugary gazpacho i mean it's got a little bit of spice to it it's like cold and refreshing Mm. it's like i mean you could almost just put it in a glass and drink it (laughs) is it a smoothie yeah it's almost a smoothie i mean gazpacho almost is a smoothie anyway but (laughs) i mean it's like it's hard to describe it like Hmm. You know, with words, it's like, I just want to like shove it in front of you and be like, here, have this. <laughs> but I mean, you have to like watermelon, right? I mean, yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be down for whatever the base of the the soup is, whether it's a hot soup or a cold soup. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <sighs> is there any soup you could just eat for the rest of your life? Is that the one probably between that and the Chiang Mai one you mentioned? If I had to choose two over what we've gone over. Yeah. It would have to be. Tom Kakai from Chiang Mai um, or the Abgo Lemono soup. I just love it mm-hmm. so much. I just love that lemony, that lemony tartness. What about you? If you had to choose one forever for eternity. Yeah, I think I, I'll go back. It's the lamb. It's the lamb stew at Guernica. I really, really, really just feel like they've got something special there and it never misses. It's it's always what I want when it's cold out. Um, you know, I'm not eating it in the summer. So uh, it's also that it's a little bit of the scarcity mindset. You only want to have it a little bit uh, throughout the winter. So uh, I think that adds a little bit to it. Okay, so we've mostly been talking. Yeah, we've been talking about all the places to go and try in Boise. Encourage everybody to go check these places out. But you've started making soup at home or you're getting pretty into it, I understand. Yeah, well, I have been uh, really kind of exploring that. And I've, I've always had a couple soups that I've made. So I've really been into my Hop and John, which is uh, more like a, you know, it's a little bit thicker than, or, or soupier than like normal Hop and John is, which is tends to be a little bit drier. But yeah, I've been, I've been making it uh, a lot more. Okay, so what tips do you have? Are there certain tools that people need if they want to make their own soup? Or, I mean, part of the beautiful thing about soup is it should be pretty straightforward. Although you can make it more complex if you want to as well. Well, I think that you just, yeah, you need a good pot. You need a big pot because you are always going to have more soup or more ingredients than you think that you're going to have to put in it. So you Mm -hmm. really need room. So if you think the pot 
is like big enough. It's probably not quite big enough. You probably need <laughs> a little bit bigger, you know, because, you know, a whole a whole head of cabbage or whatever is going to really right. take up a lot of space. And I think that if you're going to make your own soup, if you can at all make your own stock, do it because it does make such a difference. Mm. But like if you really get creative with your ingredients, you know, you can do a store-bought stock just fine. Um, there's no reason that soup should have to be, you know, like a laborious days long process either. You know, it, it, it can also just be easy. What are the tips you have or like what's a, what's a tip or a soup for a beginner if they want to start something out or something that you started with? I have been accused of being maybe a little extra <laughs> no. in my life. No. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm glad you're sitting down <laughs> for that revelation. Uh, but, so my my mother had this has this fabulous set of cookbooks. And um so when I was like a teenager, I was like, I'm gonna make this soup because it sounded so good. So I don't know how to do simple. Like my my signature soup is um, champagne lemon soup. It's a dessert soup, and it's uh, wow. yeah, and it's and it's tempered and silky and smooth and delicious and sweet and and whatever. And so, so I was tempering the first soup I ever made <laughs> from scratch. I was tempering eggs. So I don't like so. And, and I'm not saying I'm like a gourmet cook or anything, but like for a simple soup, I just you know just if you're just going to begin and do a simple soup, it's so. Get one of those basic cabbage soup recipes. It's got all sorts of vegetables in there. And then you can just add whatever protein you want to it. Um, and it's so easy to just throw together. And just sort of, you know, you don't have to start out doing the fancy stuff. You can you can buy your chicken stock or you can buy your veggie stock or your broths. Once you realize how easy soup can be and how forgiving soup can be, then it like opens up how how creative you can get with it. Yeah. Um so don't be don't be scared of soup. It's super easy. It's super, it's super easy. easy. It's super simple. <laughs> the tempering eggs thing as your first soup is definitely a reaction to the canned bacon and bean soup that you had as a kid. It's Absolutely. Like. <laughs> I was I was living out in Emmett, crying out for something fancy. Yes. Just like just like longing and desiring something fancy that didn't have gastro uh, <laughs> <laughs> effects that were yeah. undesirable. I want I wanted to be, you know, I wanted I wanted something refined. Yes, <laughs> sophistication in your soup, fair enough. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So if you're having a, a party, a, like a dinner party and you do soup, is it going to be that one or is there something else that you share with people who come over? Well, if people are interested in my in, my, in the customs of my family and whatever, I then I I will share um, like Hop and John and things like that. Yeah. But if I'm going to go to a soup party, then that's what I bring out is the um, champagne lemon soup. And it's delicious. It's yeah. decadent and delicious. And it's uh, unusual. Um, so people are not expecting it. Yeah. Because you can have soup for dessert. You can. And it's not just like a... I remember I, I went to a soup party once and I brought it and someone was like, well, you're not just going to bring like a pot of melted chocolate, are you? I'm like, no, <laughs> that is like a, that's like, a, that's like a midnight, like <laughs> midnight shamey yeah, a pot right. of melted chocolate, right? Uh, well, I can't wait to one day, hopefully uh, in my future, get to sample your dessert soup. Um, and I'm definitely remembering the watermelon gazpacho at Atavola for the summer. So 
Thank you so much, Minerva, for yeah, sharing sharing all of your soup takes, hot and cold, I guess. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And thanks for your tips. I can't wait to try some of these out that, that you love and hopefully they'll become fast favorites of my own. All right, that's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you need some last minute Valentine's Day ideas, be sure to check out our local guide to the best romantic outings and gifts to get your sweetheart. You can find it at boise.citycast.fm. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more local stories from around the city. So see you then. 